0: for the show that defends public health by simplifying and demystifying how to live an energetic life with a flat belly. So if you're into freedom, a healthy gut, and staying young, this is the show for you. What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here with another exciting episode of the Health Hero Show. Today in the house, I've got Chance Garten. Um, you know, we, we were just talking, Chance. Like, I am so freaking busy with my life right now. I'm like, I, I, I forgot, like, I, I keep forgetting things. Like, how did we, how did we get introdu- introduced? I mean, I, I went, I know I went on your show, but who introduced us?
1: <laughs> Maybe I've got did the same remember? problem. I don't <laughs> know for sure. I think your assistant, Stephanie came oh, into my okay. emails was, one day was and was like, your EA, show EA. looks like a good fit for Tim. And it definitely was. My audience loved you.
0: Oh, Really sweet. good
1: vibes, really good energy. Amazing stories blew all our minds with some of the, recovery and the graphic detail and yeah we were all inspired <laughs> we were talking about poop for sure that's
0: awesome man that's right it was our booking agent so i'll have to send him an extra 5 dollar tip for getting a good 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 guy like you on the show that was awesome well cool well um we hit it off so much um i i really liked your vibe and everything and i i learned more about what you were doing and the word sound healing came up and and this is why I wanted to have chance on because I wanted to go deep into the sound healing stuff because literally, you know, I've learned that we're all frequency. I, I remember when I was at first in my beginning, of my journey at the Hippocrates Health Institute and we were outside in a hut, like a straw hut, because they have huts because it's in West Palm Beach, Florida. And you can like teaching lectures outside at outdoor huts with windows. In it, so cool, right? And Dr. Clement's teaching this lecture and he's like, he's tapping on this wood beam that's holding up. The main structure the roof and stuff like that he said you have to understand that everything here is vibration everything he said you think that this wood is solid but it's not and i was just trying to wrap my head around all that and and anyway so i come back home i go through this whole journey i got into yoga right and i got into yoga and then somebody was like hey why don't you come do a? you should come to one of our sound healing yoga classes and i was like what's that oh we Play a gong, or we use a you know singing bowls or something like that. And I was like, I'm open minded; I'm like I'll try anything, sure. So I went to it, and oh my god, dude! It, as you know, and f- for the health errors out there, it was just like they started hitting this gong, and I lay down for like an hour and a half, and I was like out. I was out. It was an hour and a half, and when I woke up, it seemed like it was like 15 minutes long, like like no time had passed. And I felt so freaking relaxed. I felt so calm. I felt like all my nerves had gotten calmed down that I didn't even know they were kind of jacked up. And um, I just had this subtle feeling of just, i just calmness and relaxation. And I felt great. And from that day forward, if there was ever a sound healing available, I was there. And I would go and I'd put my head right up next to that gong. I'd get as close to that frequency as I possibly could. And then another thing, somebody told me about tuning forks, right? Which That's you, what I do. Yeah, which what you did, you brought that up. I was like, cool. And so I went to this tuning fork session and I laid down on this, this bed type thing, like a massage table type deal. And then this lady like, ding, and she hits this fork thing. And I felt that frequency go from the top of my head, like down through my spine and zoom. And it felt like electricity and all kinds of crazy stuff going on. And then ding, ding, ding. She hit it a few more times. And all of a sudden it it was almost like it was like remapping my energy, my energy or something. I, I, I Cause it, the first time she hit it, it was like, I could literally feel it. And then she kept hitting. It, it was like less and less and less until it was just like ding, ding, ding. And it was all, my body had smoothed out. And I left that thing feeling like a jelly, like, you know, jelly too and I felt awesome so after you uh, had me on your show I was talking to you I'm like so you do sound healing I'm like I want to know more about this and then what do you do and and you said I actually offer sound healing sessions and you do tuning forks I'm like dude I haven't done that in a while since the whole COVID thing I'm down I paid for a session and and you set me up thank you very much and we did a session and the same thing happened how long it was like an hour hour and a half how long was it
1: about an hour yeah that's usually how long i work with people for a a typical session and the other thing to add to the mix is that this is done remotely which is powerful we can get into the mechanics of why and how that's even possible but oh yeah, we good, had a point. Great good
0: point good point because um he did it uh i think we did it over a zoom call on my phone
1: so yeah and i've actually even performed these for people where we weren't on the phone we picked the time and we both agreed and had consent that it was going to go down at this time and they were open to receive. And I did the process as if, so I set up a massage table myself and I actually lay out crystals and candles correlated to the chakra and the major parts of the body. In fact, if you look at what I build, it's mostly selenite and it's practically like a human skeleton made out of crystal. And that's sort of like my intentional transmitter and it works amazingly someone pointed out it's kind of like a voodoo doll, but for good. And I was like, yeah, I guess so. And voodoo, voodoo that's how for, I do voodoo it
0: Doll for good. I like it. So, um, and guys, it's like, and I, you know, I learned a lot about crystals too and how they are, if they just, they're holding all this energy. It's, it's amazing. And like there's mats now that they have crystals in the mats, biomats uh, bio mats have crystals in them and they work. Right. So all our technology you, you, that
1: transmits information, uh, you know, remotely through wireless and, basically anything electronic has got crystals involved
0: yeah it's so everything we're talking about here you know if you're new to the show and you were like i was you might be thinking oh this is kind of woo woo it ain't i'm telling you i i'm redneck from eastern oregon i've been through the gauntlet on this stuff now and all this stuff that i thought was woo woo is like it's the real deal and it actually works it's improved my life so anyway chance and i did a session and it was one of those it was the same thing it was like an hour long it seemed like 10 minutes had passed, it was, it was done, and I felt freaking awesome. I, it was like I was at a sound healing, right? So it, it, you did the same thing with the – and I actually felt a little bit of that too when you hit the fork, it was like, zzz, like re, realigning stuff. So what I wanted to do is like before we get into – and stick around because what we'll do is we're going to get into at the end um, some of these – some solutions um, and what he's doing and his work that can actually help you. Like literally help you with your your quality of life, your groundedness, um, your health and your spirit and, and being able to tap and tune into your spiritual practice more and more and more. So, um, so let's do that. Let's switch gears. Why don't you tell us about um, Chance about like, you know, who you are and how did you get into all this stuff?
1: Yeah, man, I'm uh, originally just like many people in my generation, I've just turned 33. So I went through the similar process that a lot of us did in the Midwest, suburban kids where you go to high school, then you go to college, trying to make your parents happy, don't even really know why you're there. And when I graduated, I actually got a creative writing major. And I guess I put that to use in creatively articulating things as I speak as a podcast host. But when I got out of college, I really was aimless and it was kind of depressing And I ended up getting pulled into the music festival scene by a lot of my friends who had been going for years. I was kind of a latecomer to it. And, you know, there's ups and downs to it. It's a party, but it's also a big hub of creative individuals coming together in sort of an underground way, usually out in nature, camping festivals. So a lot of potential and advantages there for finding yourself or getting inspired. And that's kind of what happened to me. Uh, As you see, I've got a crazy psychedelic t-shirt on. (laughs) I have some some mind-opening experiences with experimenting in the realm of plant medicines. Not really something that I'm into now, not doors that I need any help opening anymore. But in particular, this is interesting because early in my experience, I actually did run into sound. And when we talk about sound healing, there's a huge array of possible things that that could encompass as an umbrella term. What I do is not the same as going to a yoga studio and hearing singing bowls played and just laying down. Not seeing that that isn't beneficial. They all have different aspects of what and how that's working and what's good about it. And my work is maybe more precision, almost like a technician going in in a surgical way, surgical strike against your blockages. <laughs> but one of the surgical things I
0: Surgicalsoundhealing.com. Into- I think we have a new website for you.
1: <laughs> I call, call myself an aura technician. But the time I ran into sound was actually, it's cool because I just had this guy. We reconnected on my show Vibrant, which is my second show. My main show is Interverse. My live show on Wednesdays is called Vibrant, and that's more of a community thing. I just had this dude on, James, who is also known as Admiral Hits, and he has this creation called the Sonic Portal. And I had run into him way earlier in my life at a festival a few times when I was younger. And his Sonic Portal is this crazy contraption, if you will, of many gongs that are arrayed in a circle and he puts people in the middle of these gongs they're tuned to different frequencies like each planet so he's hitting you on all these different levels of your energetic body with frequencies and i went in there the first time not knowing what to expect and had a journey like a full-on shamanic trance journey and i didn't reconnect to sound as a modality as a practitioner Till later in life when i discovered the work of eileen day McCusick, with her books electric body electric health highly recommend this if anybody's interested in the topic from a level of science learning about ether and plasma and the physics of our universe under the electric theory and then her other really great work an earlier book is called tuning the human biofield and this is the book where after reading it her earlier book i actually. Just from reading this book, I was able to put it into context with some of the energy healing Reiki-like practices that I developed on my own, kind of intuitively, instinctively through my journeys in the festival world. I kind of, uh, that type of guy, maybe a healer mindset, always looking for somebody having a bad time that I can help them out of it. And I learned a lot about manipulating my own personal energy and assisting other people get back into flow and out of stuckness just intuitively a lot of that came through playing around with crystals but in in those places where the energy levels are really high big mass groups of human beings are having a good time and a lot of times their chakras are kind of blown wide open for various reasons i learned a lot and so putting that past experience in context with the scientific knowledge and the explanation of the modality of using tuning forks to balance one's aura and bring stuck energy from left or right back into center I was able to pretty much develop my own version of the practice without needing to go get certified or training, although I'd love to maybe take her classes someday at the biofieldtuningstore.com. She's an amazing woman. I've had her on my show a couple of times, huge inspiration to me. So anybody out there that after listening to this conversation wants to learn more or maybe even explore this as their own practice rather than just receiving it? go check out the works of Eileen de McCusick, or find her on some podcasts or on my show. Couldn't recommend it highly enough. So, I mean, this is kind of a condensed version of my story, of course, but after finding myself in this scene that was so inspiring to see all the creativity and the music and people coming together with the intention of love and harmony, I kept running into amazing individuals that I just wanted to have heady conversations with and Talk about the mysteries of life and the universe and everything and ask the big questions. Who are we? Why are we here? What is reality? And I noticed that those conversations were invigorating. There was an intoxication of fellowship that occurs whenever people get into a flow state of honest reflection, soul to soul. And that ended up being a strength of mine that later I developed into becoming a podcast host myself because I wanted to bring those type of conversations that seem so magical and mystical out of the woods, so to speak, of like the festival world in my communities there and to the quote unquote real world as best I could, podcasting seemed like a good avenue for that. Along the way, before I got into that, I was developing myself creatively as an artist. I do graphic art of various kinds. And that was a huge, huge help because before I started creating, I just felt this, you know, the post-college when I didn't have a direction, I felt aimless. There's this hole or this void in me. And I didn't know what it was or what was wrong. But at the point that I just started making stuff, even just for the sake of making it, not necessarily to show anybody or to sell or whatever that came later, but actually creating that connection to imagination or through the imagination portal is the strongest and most direct way to link up to source energy that there is. I mean, when you think about it, the word origin or source is about, you know, connecting to it is about being original. So whenever you can tap into your own uniqueness and originality, you are walking the most authentic spiritual path that exists. There are many out there, dogmas and religions, and some of them have many very helpful things to say and to teach us. I'm not saying avoid all that or don't learn from that, but the one common ground between all human beings in terms of finding themselves spiritually is through the process of creation one way or another, whether it's through having kids or making art. Make, making music is a big one. To me, that's like my primary message is to help people connect to their imagination, open up their imagination, because if we can't imagine ourselves and our world differently, then we'll never change for anything other than the worst.
0: I actually heard that um, from Bashar, he said that imagination is the conduit from the higher mind to the physical mind.
1: Yeah, and in the sort of hermetic principle of mentalism, that all is mind that actually is saying that the whole creation or the whole cosmos is the divine imagination and so you're literally connecting to god or great spirit or the supreme being whenever you are practicing imagination and that's why so many amazing things come through imagination i mean some of the episodes i do on my show involve decoding hollywood movies that have a lot of bad intentions seeded into them you can tell but because yeah. people are involved with these projects that are tapping into their imagination and they're creating, things come through that were never intended that actually reveal great truths. And that's part of the fun. And I, I think that that applies to any creative act. I mean, we learn from our creations almost more than than uh, from <laughs> any other way. Like ask anybody that has kids and they'll say their kids taught them stuff that they never taught their kids. Right.
0: Yeah. You know, and it's, it's unfortunate, too, because a lot of people, we get so bogged down in society and what our parents told us to do and all these the social conditioning and stuff like that. And people don't even know, like, how special they are, that creation doesn't make mistakes. That's why they're here. Um, they're here for a reason. Otherwise, you know, if you think that, oh, yeah, I'm a mistake, you're, like, going against, completely against creation. Like, you think creation made a mistake? No, I don't think so. You're here for a reason. You have some special talent or gift in and, and the act of creating You're actually manifesting um, uh, through basically from what's coming from God, basically, if you want to, whatever you want to call it, he, she, it, the vortex, the higher mind, uh, whatever that you call God, you're actually downloading that. It's just like when you're a little kid, I remember making fishing lures and I still have them and they look pretty cool. You know, and I painted them and I put a lot of time into them. And, or even if like I weeded a garden, I hated weeding, but when I got done, I'd look back at the strawberries and they're all beautiful and no weeds. I'm like, I felt some deep satisfaction and, and, and um, like accomplishment from that.
1: So it weeding sounds to me like is what a happened. Really good re- metaphor Tim, because we come into the into life perfect, absolutely perfect, and then as we go, we accumulate that which is not us. And so the process of what you teach people in the Health Hero podcast is all about removing what is not you to reveal the underlying perfection. So the weeding of a garden metaphor is very apt. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty awesome stuff.
0: Okay, before we go to break, is there anything else about chance that we need to any anything cool that get your how you got into this stuff um and, you know uh, and what you're doing with sound healing and helping people.
1: I don't know other than man, this stuff really teaches you about the nature of reality. I'd love to in the future segment start talking about ether because part of what we're doing with sound healing, especially demonstrating it through the fact that it can be done remotely is that distance is conceptual separation is an illusion. Everything is mental. And so we are, you and I are in the same room as one another on a spiritual level on an energetic level, yeah. even though we're States away.
0: Okay, let's do that. We'll take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to get into ether, which is, Still to this day, even though as open-minded as I am, I don't really quite understand it, so I'm very excited that you're here. I mean, I kinda do, but when we get back, and I'm gonna share something that um, is related to this that I think will help people understand how how real it is. We'll be right back. The average person today is carrying around six to 12 pounds of impacted fecal material and mucoid plaque in the small and large intestine. That's gross, but worse, it's super unhealthy. That is why we created Gut Detox Formula. This ancient 1,000-year-old formula from India gently micro-cleanses the intestines, removing all of that funk and gunk and junk that is destroying your health, while leaving your good bacteria behind, which is part of your immune system. And there is no diarrhea like most gut detox products, and it's made with the same chemical-free body promise, no stimulants, 100% nature, and always made in the USA. Get yours today at chemicalfreebody.com. What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here. I am back with my guest, Chance Garten, and he is a sound healer, extraordinary podcaster. Um, at the end, I'll give you more stuff, but he's at innerversepodcast.com. That's interversepodcast.com. Um And now we are going to talk about ether. Okay, so to segue into this, I'll give you an example of, What you said before break which was you know there is no real separation from time space distance like you and i are theoretically in the same room right now basically we're we're close right well what was really interesting back to hippocrates again i remember one of the lectures um they actually had like they were part of this experiment like the doctors there at the institute and they took somebody they had some people in china okay and they had people in the states and they were over the phone and they hooked people the the person in china they hooked them up to uh, uh equipment diagnostic equipment modern super modern medical diagnostic equipment they would monitor their heartbeat heartbeat you know their pulse, you know all this stuff but it also measured their immune system right and what they did was in that experiment is they started praying for that person so the people in the united states started praying for the person in china that had an illness. And I think now it's kind of coming back to me. This person was literally wanting to come to Hippocrates, but they couldn't because of finances and the trip and everything. So they set this thing up and they they turned it into an experiment at the same time to test it. But what had ended up happening was that when they were literally when they were praying in the United States for this person in China, the person's uh, immune system started going up, 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 like over the phone. Now, thousands and thousands of miles away right and they were able to to do this and they actually measured it and it was like it was I, I'm, I'm kind of like giving you the cheat sheet of what the lecture was about but it was just like i was like whoa that freaking blew my mind and i knew that dr Clement wasn't bsing me because he was just you know telling the truth and so anyway so let's get into that I, that maybe you can talk about that that is that does that relate to ether because that's i'm feeling like it does at some level what, yeah, is ether absolutely. what is ether and like, how do you explain it to a redneck like me?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, ether could be its own huge conversation. It's been debated about whether or not it exists for a long, long time. People often say Einstein is one of the reasons why ether was proven to not exist. But actually later in his career, he uh, said that ether was necessary for any of his theories to work. Now, whether or not you're cool with Einstein, I don't necessarily believe everything that these great minds of scientism have presented to us. However, uh, there's really never been a disproving that ether exists. And there's been plenty, in my opinion, of anecdotal or experiential ways that one can demonstrate to themselves that it does. The question is, what is it? So it goes all the way back to like, Plato, Socrates, the Greek philosophers, and I'm sure earlier, but they had the idea of the four classical elements, and then that's earth, wind, water, fire, and then the fifth element being quintessence, or that would be ether. So we were talking about before you mentioned how, you know, knocking on the the pillar and saying everything's actually vibration. That is absolutely the case. I don't know if anybody out there has ever seen like a chart of the different Spectrums of the wavelength of vibration or light, but you have the visible spectrum that goes from red to violet, and then above that, ultraviolet. Further above that, you have gamma rays, x rays, etc. But below that is infrared, and further below that is actually sound. So when we talk about sound, when we talk about electricity, when we talk about light, and we talk about matter, even. It's all the same phenomenon of vibration at a different rate of vibration, a different speed, if you will, frequency. And ether, the best way to describe ether is that it is actually the medium that is vibrating to coalesce into any of these phenomenon, whether it's light or matter or sound. So when we see like a lightning bolt happen in the sky and you hear the thunder after you see the flash, the reason why, you see the flash and then you hear the thunder later is it's actually the sound of the light are the same thing, but they're vibrating at different speeds and thus hitting your senses at a different time. A really great way to understand ether is that as the interconnecting medium through all things, you could actually just call it life force energy or prana or chi or scalar waves. There's so many different terms that get thrown about in these alternative sciences and physics that are really kind of talking about the same thing but what's important to know is that your body is a vessel and a container for life force energy or ether. It's even consider a, you could consider it as a plasma in a sense we don't have to get too deep into plasma. Although that's an interesting conversation too. There's a particularly great quote from Wilhelm Reich, who was a guy who invented orgone therapy. He discovered what he called orgone energy, but this is really just like Prana or life force energy. And he says, Once we open up to the flow of energy within our body, we can also open up to the flow of energy in the universe. And we've all heard it said that our bodies are created in the image of the universe. And this is absolutely the case. So the ether in our bodies is contained within ourselves like a vessel. So what we are, are vessels for universal energy. Energy is consciousness. Energy is light. Our memory is stored in this field. You can go ask any neuroscientist at the top of their field and ask them, where's memory stored in the brain? And they might believe that it is, but they're not going to be able to pull out the the filing cabinet of cells that is exactly written down with the hard drive memory of what happened to you when you were in second grade. It just doesn't exist there, but it is part of our field energy field. And I know this to be the case because whenever I work in people's aura or biofield with sound, And I run into off balance energy or distortion, compartmentalized, fragmented ether. I am able to then, oftentimes, give a pretty direct uh, account of about when in their life this energy got stuck, what the feeling is like, maybe who it relates to, if it has to do with their mom or their dad. It gets really specific, actually. So our body is a vessel for ether. The etheric layer of our body is connected to all that is. You can look at the paradox of oneness versus individuality and separateness as that life force energy or ether is the part of the reality that is one and then our vessels that contain it those are the unique expressions so your biofield that contains the ether has like a double layer plasma membrane and outer boundary very much like a cell in your body on a smaller level because the whole universe is fractal and in fact your your etheric body is a fractal microcosm of the universal etheric body so in a real big woo-woo way doing work on your energy field doing healing on the ether level is affecting all of humanity and all of the cosmos in a positive way whenever people talk about the akashic record or the memory of the universe this is the universal etheric body just like your memories are stored in the flow of energy in your field the universe actually must contain a record of everything that ever happened in order for ether to continue vibrating in the correct pattern of the universe to keep all the matter and keep everything straight and in track and where it was the moment before. We don't have to diverge into quantum physics, but the mystery of why everything just holds together and doesn't fall apart, has everything to do with this universal memory or, or God's consciousness in a way. So your biofield is where your memory is stored or your ether is where it's stored. And thus it is how you know yourself. And the further out of balance or the more leakage there is in your container, you're literally leaking light or biophotons. So that's another really interesting digression we could get into that our DNA and that our cells are actually off-putting subtle biophotons or light particles. And this is very measurable, has been measured by science. If you like take a, a beanstalk, for example, and you take a little razor and you make tiny little score and cuts on it, not enough to kill it. Or really damage it that much but there's now a holes in it you know very subtle little cuts and then you measure the biophoton emission of that beanstalk it actually goes way up so in much the same way if our biofield the plasma membrane around it has been punctured or is porous and there's many ways where that can happen and stress is one of those main ways but also like psychic vampirism in a sense like energy vampires that's a real thing anything that's parasitic in nature tends to want to puncture you in some way. And on an energetic level, that is true as well. So the more integrity we can get that our vessel into like physical integrity of the actual body matter, but also integrity in the plasma membrane sheath that is our bubble around our field, our aura, the more of our self or our light or our ether or our memory. And I mean, memory on a true massive, expansive spiritual level, memory of who we are on a deeper level, why we incarnated, what our purpose is, is all connected to this. The more integrity our vessel has, the more of our self that we can hold at one time and be aware of, and the more connected we're going to be to our mission, our purpose, our intention in life. So like a a summary is our consciousness is non-local and it is a part of this vibrating electromagnetic field of universal ether and the ether itself is the luminiferous plasmic medium which means it's a a light plasma medium and plasma is a, a state of energy where it's more about the flow and potential of the energy rather than it being in a physical solid liquid gas form so the ether is this plasmic medium through which emerges all energy and matter in the cosmos all existence is woven through and out of this ether And it contains an instantaneous non-local connection between all points. It's basically the fulcrum point between the wave particle duality question of quantum physics.
0: Well, I think that's a darn good explanation. I got half of it. (laughs) So that's real. But it makes sense now. I I get it now because you related it to the cell. And like my, a lot of my work is like teaching people about, you know, about this the cellular level and what's going on and all the pollution that's there and what we're trying to do is clean the cell up and we're trying to make sure that you're hydrating the cell and we want to have that good lipid membrane that good container right so the cell can accept what it needs to and get rid of what it wants to
1: that's exactly yeah. the same thing with your energy field it works just same
0: like that. yeah i was re- i was totally i was totally vibing on that and i was like oh it's the same thing as this what i've been teaching people with the cell it's just you you can't see it because it's at a different frequency just like you know when you're changing the channel on the radio you're changing the frequency but you can't see it but you know it's a different frequency 97 point this or 104.7 kcmb the local country station back in la Grand. you know these are different frequencies you can't see it but there's a field there so now i get it so i see you now is somebody that sees the energetic field around somebody you can see the little holes in it that are leaking out the biophotons, right and and they have these you just, it's not strong or whatever and when the field's down the field's weak it's out of balance they're more susceptible to you know disease bad relationships uh, just not feeling good not having a high quality of life so you're basically coming in and helping helping them rebuild the cellular membrane in a way right the the, the energetic membranes so that they can Wake up and feel good and, and, and we are all energy, right? We all you you brought up biophotons and our listeners are pretty steeped in biophotons because I've we've I've educated them multiple times on it. Um if, if those have been following along every you know episode I've we've had we've had talks about biophoton energy. Um, think about this, because- Tim.
1: When people age but they're not in good health, think of how their face and their body starts to distort. You know, their ears get all drug out and their nose gets all funny shaped and it's because their container is leaking light and so it's like their face is melting in a, in a yeah. physical level. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, like literally. So really, really um, uh, cool stuff. I actually get it now. I understand it. So thank you for the explanation about ether and the cell. Um, I have a much better understanding now. See, if I'm a very visual person and sometimes I don't get things, but if I can visualize it, then all of a sudden I get it because you're speaking my language, right? So it's all about talking to people in a language that they can understand,
1: right? Think about this, speaking of language, what you were saying in terms of the cell level of how this expresses is exactly how it expresses on the, the bigger energy field level. And think about the word immunity or your immune system. Actually, your energetic body is the first and primary level of your immunity system. And the word immunity is I'm unity. So if you are in unity and coherent and have a a strong vessel without holes in it, without fragmentation, and you're in unity, then it gives you immunity to external toxins, vampiric energies, anything that could toss you out of balance. And it allows you to live in a lifestyle where your inner world directs the outer world rather than the outer world directing your inner world. That makes total sense. That's awesome.
0: So before we I guess we could get into this in the third segment. Um we're about there, but maybe you can talk a little bit um uh, well, is there anything else that you'd want to share about um about ether you think we need to know about or the the plasma or biophotons? Is there anything else? I mean I think you kind of covered everything, but I just want to make sure um, Or maybe give any examples? Do you have any examples of anybody? Because that's what I was thinking about in the third segment. We could get into some examples of like people that you've worked with. We can do that. But I don't know. After what I just said, is there anything, uh, you know, coming to mind?
1: I think that a lot of what we have left to discuss would probably fit into the third segment. segment. Talking solutions and examples definitely sounds good.
0: Okay. So let's just go back to my experience. Then we'll wrap up with that because we have a few more minutes here. Which is, um, okay. So what what did you notice um with me when we went through the session cuz like i said it was an hour long session but i was gonzo i it was like 10 15 minutes as far as i the clock was in my mind but it was like an hour what what did you notice with me
1: yeah buddy <laughs> you sure gets it's a little personal i mean it's not too terrible but it's okay this is uh, you know we're revealing the the sound and tone of your energy and your dna your inner genetics if you will so for you you're actually a very strong field person and not surprising because you do so much work on your health, but there was in particular, so to explain the biofield anatomy hypothesis, just in brief, your this definitely ties into the idea of chakras. Chakras are part of how this idea was developed, but there's an anatomy to the energy field that surrounds your body. And so energy that is stuck or off balance to the left or the right, the front or the back, depending on also the vertical level of it, On those two axes or those three axes of up down left right forward back where it's stuck in that region tells you a little bit about what is the emotional expression of that stuck energy and this is really amazing because it means that every organ every part of the body literally every part of the body correlates to something on the emotional body level too it's all one system so whenever we receive an injury of any type it is not just an accident Although at a level of consciousness that most people operate at, it feels like, oh, I just stubbed my toe. But in fact, every single part of the body, if it is injured and you are paying attention and you are armed with this knowledge, then you can realize that, oh, I've, uh, I've, damn, I've, I've got a bad right hip. And actually, if you had a bad right hip, then that would represent being guilt-driven and overly busy in your life so in fact actually tim that was where some of the static was for you not to the level where it would maybe lead to injury or needing a hip replacement like is so common in our western culture where this is a particularly regular problem for people Uh, Mm -hmm. but that is a thing that i'm sure you can relate to that you're a bit overactive physically uh doing too much to keep up with (laughs) mentally (laughs) so this correlates to like the (laughs) front right side of your hip that was That was where the imbalance was and some on the back. So I would suggest that you may be carrying a little bit too much responsibility or your mental relationship to all that responsibility is a little bit out of, uh, out of whack in the sense that you feel like you have to do it all because otherwise you'd be guilty of not doing enough. So that was part of what I found when I was working in your field.
0: Interesting. You know, since we've actually, since we've talked um, I've, uh, I've been diving back way more, uh, even though more in my spiritual practice, reading more books. Um, but something that just came to me was, um, I've been delegating more lately. You know, people are in my team or something that bring something to me. And then I'm just like, Nope, you handle it. You can figure it out. You're just as smart as I am, you know, figure it out and bring it, you know, so I've been, Kind of getting that off my plate, kind of because I just keep taking, taking, taking things on, piling it on my back. I have a tendency to do that, I think I can carry the whole world on my shoulders when I'm realizing that uh, that's probably not the best thing. And for me, it's about more being sacred with my time and my space. I should come to work, I should work, and then I should be able to set it down and go have my personal life, even though my work is like, it's not even work for me anymore. Like, I'm enjoying this conversation a lot. But it is my work, right? But so, but there's still like Tim that just wants to go on a hike. And I don't wanna, you know, I actually found myself, I went on a trail run yesterday and I had to really keep shaking my head and be like, no, be here, be here. Don't be thinking about the ebook that you need to write or the consultation you're doing tomorrow or, or whatever, or the podcast, or whatever, you know, stop thinking about all that stuff. That's all future thinking. It doesn't exist. I'm not being present. Look at the stop and look at the mud. And in the dude, I don't know if you've ever heard anybody experience this. I don't know why this I I'm so glad I remembered this. So I'm trail running, right? And I have this trail that I run. And my goal is to not stop. No matter what you can slow down, but do not stop until you reach the top of the mountain. And I kept doing it and doing it until I could finally do it. And now I can run to the top of the mountain without stopping. Now I'm like, oh, I'm going to go a little farther. Well, what ended up happening was I was running, and I was, I was getting—I don't know—not frustrated, but I'm like, "Dang it, Tim! Stop living in the future. You need to get grounded." And for some reason, I thought I should touch the ground right now because I'm—I'm still running in rubber-soled shoes. They're trail running shoes. Um, they're badass, by the way. Um, and um, Solomon's, i really like them. <laughs> and so. I just stopped running, even though I wasn't at the top of the mountain yet. And that was the whole thing. I have to get to the top of the mountain without stopping. I stopped and I put my hands in the mud. I bent over like a you know forward fold and I put my hands in the mud. And I sat there and I was staring at my hands. And it was like my hands were moving and in, they were like, in, each hand was like imploding and going and rotating inwards into the mud. And I, I just sat there and watched them and they were just kept, it just kept, the movement was constant. It's almost like when, you know, you look up at the stars or something at night and you or whatever, and you you, you see it's like it's moving, but it's not. I don't know how to explain it, but my hands in the physical world weren't moving, but I could see them like the skin was turning in on itself, and it just kept happening. I stood there, and guess what? I was really present really quick. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? I don't know what it was, dude. I don't know if you've heard of anything like this, but that's what happened yesterday and it brought me into the present moment big time. And then finally I stood up and I was looking at my hands. And I was like, Holy shit. And then I just, and I finished the run and I was thinking about that. Um, what do you have to, you have any comments on that?
1: Oh yeah. I have a lot to say about that actually. Cause I just pulled out my notes from our session uh-huh. and I have a notebook where I keep information from each client so that I can go over with them or maybe, you know, conversation like this, look at it again. And I'm remembering now that actually your third eye chakra was the only one that was actually weak. So part of the process I do is I measure the size of each chakra region of the energy field. I use dowsing rods for this and it gives me a very specific measurement and I can see how they all relate to each other before I even get in. And it gives me sort of like a diagnostic ability to know where to spend my time which is why I can do the whole process of getting somebody's energy field in balance and strong within an hour, whereas some practitioners of this particular method without the diagnostic uh, dowsing rods that I'm, I guess, innovated, that was sort of an intuitive thing for me to try adding that to the process. They might need to spend two or three hours because there's a lot of exploration to try to find the dissonance. And I can kind of pinpoint it before I even start using the forks. So your third eye chakra was about one foot off your body which is at the time we did this and that was very small relative to everything else that was about five or six feet your root chakra was even stronger it was about seven foot an average for a human that is in good health energetically is about six feet off the left and the right of the body is how how wide your energy field is now think about that in context with the whole six foot rule during the cooties thing (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> they don't want our all that i don't know if
0: that lines up but i i do know what i what i was told on that one which kind of made sense is the reason why they wanted people six feet apart is so that their facial recognition uh cameras on the streets in the downtown cities could very easily recognize and pinpoint everybody that was the whole thing so it wasn't confusing well the was-
1: have usually more than one intention with every chess move they make right yeah so the third eye, I have candles that are part of the the table that I'm working with to do the remote healing. And also your third eye candle during the session, the flame was burning twice as bright as all the rest. It was like double the size. They're all literally a type that. of candle. They're They're not different brands. They're very similar candles. So whenever I see something like that, that is also symbolic and important. And so you're talking about this idea of I got to be able to get to the top of the mountain, the top of the mountain. <laughs> well, the third eye is pretty much the top of the mountain because your crown chakra is uh, above your head a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's not really in your body and where the imbalance was for you on the third eye was off to the right and the right side of the third eye. If there's energy stuck in that region, it represents thinking about the future a lot, whether it's you're worried that something bad is going to happen, or maybe you've got a diagnosis and you're afraid you're going to die. Or in your case i think it has to do with being in your to-do list a lot right Mm -hmm. before you get there and not in the present moment and what you did to go put your hands in the mud is an amazing and intuitive and exactly perfect solution for whenever you start feeling that way and getting sort of spun out into the the thinking about the future or the past because you're grounding for sure and also your hands in this biofield anatomy And this is also the same in like Chinese medicine and many other modalities. The hand is actually a microcosm of the entire energy field. And so are the feet, amazingly. So whenever you get your bare feet on the earth, whenever, I mean, you think about reflexology. There are points on the feet that connect to every organ, right? Same for the hands. So by getting your hands into the mud and you were just feeling this on a mystical level, it sounds like you were totally balancing yourself out. Uh, your whole field gets improved by grounding through the hands and the feet. So that was a really great solution and love to hear that you're delegating more since we had that session, because that would be a very elegant solution and symbolic too of you having made a shift through that new awareness and that mindset change that Mm -hmm. may have been subtle for you, but on the energy level, now your mind and your body are following that shift.
0: Yeah, you didn't know you were a business coach, did you? Like <laughs> <My laughs> facto. So yeah, man, that was like um I I I've never I mean, maybe when I was a kid, I stuck my hands in the mud, but you know, we've we've done that kind of stuff. But for to for me to be running and then all of a sudden do that, I don't know why I did it. I just did it. It was really and and then to see my hands doing that, I can't even explain it. It was just like the weirdest, it was like all my skin was moving and the hands were rotating internally on themselves, it was trippy. And I just I dude, I was down there for minutes. Cause I'm just like, oh, this is gonna go away. Maybe it's because I've been huffing and puffing and I'm bent over and I'm losing oxygen to my brain or something. I just like I got my breath back and I was still doing it. And I was just like, Whoa, that was so cool. So anyway.
1: Yeah, I think that was my experience. Your energy field getting an improved flow state. And that's yeah, how your, your perceptions were communicating that to you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It was um, all I know. It was awesome. Okay, guys, we're going to take a quick break and then when we get back, we'll get into like, you know, some examples of, you know, people that chance has helped and um, with sound healing and all the good work he's doing to help people bring their bodies back into balance. We'll be right back. Turmeric has been used for thousands of years all across India and Southeast Asia and is one of the best anti-inflammatory compounds on earth. Now you can get these incredible benefits with the new chemical-free body Turmeric 100 liquid drops. This ethically sourced breakthrough solution absorbs over 100 times better than regular turmeric products, eliminating the need to add black pepper. Turmeric 100 helps against inflammation and pain and is made with the same chemical-free body promise. No stimulants, 100% natural, and always made in the USA. Get yours today at chemicalfreebody.com. What's up, health heroes? Tim James here. I'm back with Chance Garten, and we've been talking everything about flow and states and energy and ether and all kinds of stuff. So now, just as a practical uh, standpoint, I want to give you guys some, or I have Chance, actually, give you some stories so maybe you can relate um, on ways that it could help you, because at the end, you know, I want to give you, I'll give you his link and stuff, and um, I highly suggest you guys, um, you know, if you're feeling like you want to get some energy movement, you got some energy stuck or you're stuck in a relationship or a career path or, you know, whatever, um, this could be something you can do it in the comfort of your own home like I did and um, break free. And I can already tell you, it's like already helped me with, um, like I said, with delegating and stuff like that. And, you know, it's just, it's been great. I've been doing good ever since the session. So I, I really, I thank you for doing that with me. It was awesome. All right. So maybe you can give some stories of, you know, certain people that have come to you with like the common problems that you see over and over and over again, and we can go into three, four of those different common problems and what people came to you for what you did and what they've seen afterwards in their life.
1: Absolutely, man. So the most common problem that I see currently that is very, very prevalent. I think just about anyone that I've ever worked on since I've begun this a year ago, I've only actually been doing this for clients for about a year. I've been studying the modality for three years, probably. And then, like I said at the beginning, I've had a history of energy work experimentally, intuitively, so for friends and family, right? So, the most common area where there's some stuck energy in people's field right now is around the left armpit, left shoulder region. And this correlates to the heart chakra. Eileen Day-McCusick, the uh, author I mentioned before that I learned so much about this from, she calls it the pit of despair. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And the reason it is called that is because for whatever reason, our body, our biofield, our energy field anyway, takes on the the tone of the world in this region. And the world currently is definitely a a sick place. Uh, There's a lot of pain. There's a lot of suffering. There's a lot of grief especially in the last couple of years. So especially, that is on the really, especially for people with a high level of empathy and, and openness, really common to start absorbing into that region. And maybe just think about your left shoulder. If there's a, if you have common problems there, right shoulder would actually represent maybe kind of carrying the weight of the world too much in a self-harming way. But left shoulder is you're carrying the emotions of the world and the armpit is maybe more the specific zone where that, that cuts in but it's great to once you actually know that you can do and you can intentionally release that energy without even needing a sound healing session possibly it's really just about opening up that channel the way that you did when you put your hands in the dirt you can play in the dirt as a kid or you can know that you're grounding and do it on purpose and they have two very different effects i mean electrically being grounded either way is beneficial but adding the power of your intention is massively more powerful so That's a really common thing that I see. Another example that's a good story, unless you want to comment on that, Tim.
0: I actually do because this is the weirdest thing. Like during that whole, you know, when, when, um, when, when COVID hit, you know, um, or whatever it is, um,
1: I like cooties.
0: (laughs) Yeah. um, When that, when that whole thing happened, um, I, I actually got my right shoulder and my left shoulder got jacked up. I I wasn't even able to raise my arms up. There was nothing that I was doing. I was trying to figure it out. I hadn't done anything different. It's, you know, my exercise routines hadn't changed. I wasn't doing anything different. I couldn't figure it out. Now you said the right shoulder is when, if that gets hurt, it's like you're carrying the weight of the world, right?
1: Yeah. That has more to do with, well, there's a, there's a myriad of possibilities, but what I find most often is the right shoulder injuries have to do with like very close to the the right hip, they're tied together in that it's like shouldering too much responsibility.
0: Okay. I definitely had that going on because that was, that was 2020. Yeah, we had, we'd, we'd, we'd had some, uh, actually i i finally started, our business was finally profitable. We kind of exploded, even though I was, you know, dying on the vine for five years, trying to help people. Uh, we helped a lot of people, but financially just wasn't there because I
1: just Well, you worked. just nailed it, Tim so the right side right shoulder kind of what makes it different from right hip the right hip is about the actual physical activity of doing a lot but uh the heart chakra region which is what is governing the right shoulder and this also links into throat to a degree has to do with saying yes when we mean no having poor boundaries maybe emotionally caretaking other people or even allowing them to vampirize you on an energetic level, take advantage of you because you can't say no because you just want to help. There's also the possibility that's more the front part of the shoulder. If the injury was more in the back region, then it tends to represent somebody who is holding back their aggressive energy. They're not expressing what makes them angry and getting it out.
0: Mm. Yeah. So I had a right one. And then the, Again, the left one was more about wearing all the crap that society and the worlds. So it was all that stuff. And back then I was I was sucked into the news and back and forth because I had no idea about the not so obvious establishment back then, which we've talked about before a couple of times. You know, there's the people that you know they're they're not good people in politics and office and judicial system and Hollywood. And then you know there's the ones you think are good, but really it's WWF wrestling. And they look like they're against each other. And then behind the scenes, the cocktail party, they're laughing at us. So I was watching the news. I was on social media and I was doing this while I was trying to do this business thing. And this became important because I'm thinking, God, the world's going to end and I got to help. And when my shoulder started healing was when I just, you know, my actually Facebook took away my live feature. So I couldn't do lives anymore and talk about this stuff. I thought, you know what? I'm just, I'm done with them. I'm not going to go on there anymore. And I just don't even go to Facebook anymore. I got off of social media and, and, um, and then I hired some people and both of my shoulder injuries went away. And they were that there for awesome. over a year.
1: You know what too, I can relate to that same period of time. That- although mine kind of started to come on more in 2019 rather than 2020, but I had a serious left shoulder injury that it occurred while I was rock climbing. I'm a big rock climber. My favorite athletic activity as a hobby. And that was around the time where I started finding out about the uh, work of Eileen Day-McCusick, who I've already mentioned. And she has a, this is something that is a major solution. So I want everyone to maybe take note of this, because if you want to be able to help yourself out, maybe you've got a shoulder injury or a chronic injury anywhere in your body, or you want to use this tool cosmetically, which I'll, I'll briefly touch on. There is such a thing as a tuning fork that is weighted and for those who are watching the video version of this, I'm holding it up, it's got these metal discs on the end of the tongs of the fork. And so that causes the vibration to last longer. And you hit the tuning fork and then you hold the bottom end of it up to your body and touch it directly to your body. And this transmits the electricity and the vibration and the coherent sound directly to your cells, energizing your cells and also giving them the ability to self-balance. The body is an auto-tuning instrument and almost at a miraculous level, to be honest. Uh, the simplest way without getting too much into a digression here is universe has harmony and dissonance. It's got entropy and centropy. It has the, the sense that everything is falling apart and it also has the force that brings everything together and the self-organizing principle. So the best example, if anyone wants some evidence that this organizing principle of harmony exists and is actually superior to and overrides dissonance or entropy. Go look up a YouTube video or something of metronomes. Everyone knows what a metronome is tick, 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 use it to keep rhythm for a piano. If you get a room full of metronomes and you set them all off to go at different times at different rhythms and you come back to the room later, they will all have synced up with each other mysteriously. And your body does the same thing it auto-tunes. So to wrap up this story. I had I've had, actually I had,
0: seen that, dude. I've seen that with those metronomes. I've seen that happen.
1: Yeah. It's trippy. Yeah. Harm, when you put harmony and dissonance together, harmony wins. I mean, we could, there's a lot of ways you can scientifically prove it, but that's just a fact of, of nature. And that's a proof of like, you know, the light is stronger than the dark. dark. You can shine light into a dark room and brighten it up, but there's no way to shine darkness into the light and take away the light doesn't work that way. So uh, this this tool that I was talking about, this weighted tuning fork is called a Sonic Slider. You can get it at the biofieldtuningstore.com. I am not affiliated with them, but I ought to be, I think, because I've probably got hundreds of people to buy these by this point. <laughs> but I'm just glad that people are getting it. Really amazing tool for working on yourself. I believe they cost about 75 bucks, but you'll never need to go buy another prescription of it. You'll have it forever. And so I'd had this shoulder injury, it was lasting for months and months. I would take entire month off climbing and hope it would get better and then come back to the wall. And I still couldn't lift my arm above head height without extreme pain. I couldn't couldn't get it all the way up above my head period. I got this sonic slider, this weighted tuning fork, which is tuned to the frequency 93.96 Hertz. That is actually the Schumann resonance, the earth's background frequency times 12. 12th harmonic of the Schumann resonance. And I started using this fork on my shoulder and the very day that I did it, within a 15 minute or less session of adding this tone to my shoulder, the pain was alleviated by about 80%. And within three to five days of doing these sessions on my shoulder, I'm not even kidding you, Tim, it was probably a combined total of 30 or 45 minutes over four or five days. I had full range of motion again. (laughs)
0: <laughs> dude i'm on the biofield tuning store right now and this they have a sonic slider Masterclass for women's bodies they have it's
1: yes they do actually cool. this is marketed as a cosmetic tool primarily and that is probably a way to get more normies interested in it
0: does it but help i've actually got some veins? slides of like before Gans? and
1: after people you know how we were talking about that how your face melts if you got a leaky energy field right 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 <laughs> you know people get older and their skin gets saggier uh there are many people women love it for this reason that use the sonic slider on their face. And over time, over months of repeated use, just a few minutes a day, the skin actually tightens up and it doesn't like eliminate wrinkles per se, but it does make your skin healthier and stronger. And it, it, it tightens up. I mean, a lot cheaper than plastic surgery, I'm sure.
0: Wow. So. Dude, they got tons of tuning for it. So there's this Fibonacci pair, 89 Hertz. I've heard about that Fibonacci um, what's it called? The,
1: uh, Fibonacci sequence, sequence, yeah, um, yeah. That has to do with phi, which is the pattern, numerical pattern, spiral ratio that all life expresses in.
0: Is there anything else that I should get in here? Because I'm going to go ahead and order that tuning fork
1: immediately. Is there
0: anything? Yeah, else well, that's a sequence?
1: really good one for self work or using it directly on the body. Uh, I also am a big fan of self tones for non-weighted tuning forks and self tones. There's nine. And that's an amazing conversation we could have in and of itself—the mystical, numerological significance of those tones. But that's what I use for people in my work for the remote yeah. sessions. But uh, if you're going to get, say, two forks that were non-weighted, I would get the four-one-seven and the five-two-eight. I think those are really great because they're right in the middle of uh, the the range of solfeggio tones, and the like any two tones that are next to each other in solfeggio. The differential between the two frequencies is 111. And uh, I won't maybe digress True. too much into the mystical 369 aspect of Selfeggio, but suffice to say, those two forks work for anything that you are going to try to do with tuning forks on your energy body. Uh, I like to have a full set and have more range, but it's not absolutely necessary because, as we said, it's really just about introducing a coherent sound tone to your body and letting your body autocorrect itself based on that. Like resonance. the metronomes. Yeah.
0: So now I get it and I hope everybody, maybe you guys got it earlier, but I, you know, I just, I just kind of got it. This is another aha for me because I visualized it. This is such a good, I'm so glad you came on today, man. Cause I'm like, there's some stuff that it was just like some gray area for me. I didn't really understand it. So it's like, well, how does a tuning fork work? Well, I understand that the vibration and it goes through you, and it kind of adjusts. But now with the metronome, it totally makes sense. It's like, because these frequencies are coming in perfect, they're harmonious, and they're coming through your body. And your body is just like a tuning fork that's off doing something else. And you bring this in, you bring it in, and the body corrects, brings it right back to this one, and then boom.
1: How about so. this, Tim? Uh, you know that our cells on that cell wall have cilia, right? Mm-hmm. Those cilia are actually like micro-tuning forks on the cell. And it's been demonstrated, this is total materialistic science that is absolutely proven and repeatable, that whenever you introduce sound and vibration and electricity, things of these these natures to cells, that the cell membrane, which is able, it, it actually can change the shape of its receptors in the membrane. So what our cells do whenever they're introduced to pharmaceutical chemicals, for example, or herbs or anything that's a material medicine is that the cell membrane will have to reshape itself to take in that particular nutrient. And that's all well and good. But part of what is actually causing the change to you anatomically is just the fact that your cells are changing structure and then thus changing the resonance at which they are influencing your whole body, not just the chemical itself. And because sound can be used and applied to do the exact same thing. There could very likely come a day where instead of penicillin, you just target the exact frequency that would cause your cell membrane to create that same receptor shape and have the same effect without the need for the actual chemical or pharmaceutical or antibiotic or what have you.
0: Now you're talking about like the Rife machines, like blasting in my head. You familiar with that?
1: Yeah. I haven't done a lot of study on Rife, but I know that it works on the same principle.
0: It's basically he went and this guy measured the different frequencies of all disease, catalog- cataloged catalogued them and then made a machine that would send vibrational frequencies in to heal that specific disease. So you just adjust the machine just like you would. It's an energy energetic healing machine.
1: Yeah. And when know, we say you vibrational know, medicine, it's literally medicine, <laughs> but totally. without any for the allopathic toxic, you know, side effects.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, this, I don't know, this show today has really helped me even legitimize even more and make it more, more coherent in my head on why this stuff is working so good. And yeah, you know, and you that power of mind-
1: belief actually makes it work more for you once you have that intellectual framework or scaffolding that you can yeah. ascend upon. Yeah.
0: And it's taken me a long, you know, here I am 11 years into this journey and I'm just now finally... I don't know. It's all coming together for me. I feel like, which is really cool. I have a deep well, we
1: It's a thing we, we keep learning as we go. I mean, just two months ago, I wouldn't have been able to explain this at the level that I am now. And so I'm excited to see even a few months from now, how, how far this understanding can carry us to even further, uh, make this work for us in a more positive way. Awesome.
0: So is there any other stories, like I said, certain things that, normal common things that people are coming in with that you deal with and then how's their experience been with you and what's their life like
1: yeah i think i'll give another example of something common and then go back into a a particularly interesting story to just show how how far this this practice can actually go to like revealing things to us that need to happen so in terms of common things uh, sometimes people will show up with actually this is what's really common a swollen energy field, like one of their chakras will be overloaded, too much energy in it. And that represents a bunch of stuck, unflowing energy. Sometimes it might be the heart, sometimes it might be the third eye. It's usually one of those two, if it's going to be. So whether it's like they're really stuck with uh, unprocessed issues in their past relating to the third eye, or maybe there's a whole bunch of grief, sadness, sorrow, that they're not um, processing. So here's an example, like somebody that came to me and she'd come for multiple sessions. Um, she had had a problem with asthma and and lungs and breathing and things like that. And we found that the heart chakra area was overly big and that and then when I got in there and also this had to do with some of the energy I was finding in the solar plexus chakra because this is where mom and dad energy tend to hang out. Uh, without her telling me that this happened, I actually was able to discern that her father had died when she was a child and that she was carrying grief over that that was still not fully expressed and that that was a, a big weight and also like a bottleneck in the heart chakra area, which was then weakening the lower physical body chakras of the root and the sacral in particular. And the lung issue of, of asthma that she was experiencing – the lungs are direct connection to heart chakra. And in fact, whenever we have problems with the lungs, whether it is something like asthma or something that is a self-sabotage behavior, like, like smoking, for example, that actually correlates completely to grief and sadness that is unexpressed or unfelt, that is unprocessed. So one thing I didn't mention about the biofield is that like the rings of a tree, the depth at which the stuck energy is at Say it's like three feet off of your body and your field is six feet. If it's three feet off the body and you're 30 years old, then I can tell that whatever it was that caused this trauma and caused this fracturing of your energy field happened when you were about 15. So it works like that. The the distance from the body correlates directly to the age at which it happened, the outer edge of the field being birth or gestation, maybe even something while you're in the womb, and then right close to the body is present moment.
0: That's cool. That's really cool.
1: Yeah. And uh, she was able to like, to just cry out a lot of that and, and get real about it in the session. And it helped massively. <laughs> and oh. uh, she, she'd be kicking ass. Like we're personal friends. She'd be kicking ass since then big time. And it's come back for fur- further sessions and more, more work has been done, but we never had to go and revisit that particular issue. And it was just like more layers of the onion and and more improvement continually each time. But by like the fourth time we did a session together, it was, we were so in sync. (laughs) We were so in sync with the process that whenever I would switch my fork to a different uh, chakra region, she would be like, oh, now I feel this moving up into my chest where before I'd been feeling it down lower. Uh, And she was literally like, she was telling me where I was at in her field because she could tell based on how in sync the the connection was between us. So that is amazing. And then another really good story, maybe the last story that's coming to mind was one time I had a client who had recently had a injury that caused him to lose half, I think, uh, part of his index finger. I don't think it was the whole finger, but it had to be amputated or it got cut off and they couldn't reattach it, something like that. And I happen to know from Chinese medicine and the Meridian system that the index finger connects to the meridian that goes through the gut. Right. So I had immediate sense. And then with the dowsing rod diagnostics, I was able to tell for sure that there are some serious like root chakra gut issues going on. And what was really interesting about this was when I hit the part of his field, his energy field, there's a particular zone on the left and the right side, one on the maternal one on the paternal side called the ancestral river. And in this, this axis, if you will, of the field is where energy an energy flow or river connects all the way back to every ancestor you've ever had on the maternal side for one side and the paternal side for the other. And when I hit this ancestral ancestral river, I got this like, message in my psychic mail slot if you will and this is kind of how it works for me the idea will just pop in my head and i've learned to go with it and trust that whatever it is that just jumps into my head and i'm thinking i write it down and i talk to them about it later and they're like yeah that's exactly right <laughs> i don't know why i know or how i know just for whatever reason this etheric connection is allowing my body intelligence to tell me things that it's picking up in terms of the memory field of their body So it's really It's really crazy. It's really woo-woo sounding, but it is repeatable. So I hit the um, maternal side ancestral river, I think it was, and I got this mail slot memo that his grandmother was coming through and specifically was saying, I passed parasites to my offspring, and they passed it forward to their kids. And this, this particular line of parasites has been going forward from mother to child in our family for generations. And I regret that I never helped my family solve this problem. I regret that I passed it forward to my grandson and to all my other family members. And I'm coming through right now so that you can tell him to do a parasite cleanse because these parasites are why he's overweight, are why he actually had the injury to his index finger, that it had to do with the The strength energetically of these parasites that were in his gut. And uh, I was like, wow, this is kind of a, at the time it was one of the most like weird, far out specific psychic messages I'd got during a process. And after the session, I told him all of that. I found out, I was like, man, your grandmother came through. She told me that she passed parasites onto your family, that you need to do a parasite cleanse. And, and I happen to know that your finger, the one that you had amputated partially is connected to your gut on the meridian level. And so I really believe this message. And he's like, man, my grandmother is unconscious on her deathbed right now. And any day she's going to die and she's never going to wake up again. And I was like, whoa. So on the astral level, his grandmother was probably out of her body, but still connected to this plane and was trying to, you know, correct and write unfinished business for her lifetime and saw an opportunity and opening to at least come help her grandson. And then he told me later that he did a parasite cleanse and that it made a huge difference for him. And I haven't caught up with him for a while, but I hope all the best and that that has driven him further into better levels of health and more different types of cleansing. And, you know, but that's the type of, that's the, not a guarantee that something that dramatic will happen every session, but that's the kind of thing that can happen.
0: Dude, that is awesome. What a great story. Um, you know, I, I believe every word of it. I've, I've, I've experienced so many things like this that uh, over and over and over again in the last 11 years of my own personal journey and working with other people that there's, there's definitely something to us. And I think one of the reasons that we're, as a society, we're so held back as we, we just, we've, we've lost that childlike quality of just, you know, um, you know uh, believing in, you know, that anything's possible. Right. And especially learning about our bodies and how miraculous we are, and just, and, you know, that we're all connected and, and, uh, this, you know, in this time space reality, you know, just having a body to run around and do stuff in is a freaking gift. And for me, it's also, um, I, 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 I have to understand, like, for me, it was like I was all messed up with my health and now I'm not. Now, originally, I, I moved away from that out of fear because I was afraid of dying. like I had people my age getting cancer and stuff around me. My friends were dying. And, and now it's like I'm more moving towards something. And that's my hope. I want to get out with, with whether it's the podcast or getting on other people's shows or TV shows or podcasts or whatever and our work that we do. I want to get out there and bring awareness and hope and enlightenment to as many people as possible So they can start moving towards something rather than having to move away from using a fear based model to move away from stuff because you've already you got the problem. Right. And unfortunately, we get a lot of people that they've we've tried everything. And then they're you know, they've you know, I just had some people here today. The gal's got stage four, like colorectal cancer, and it's literally wrapped around her vagina and it's it's in there and it's metastasized to her liver. And it's that's a fear. It's scary. Right. It's a scary thing. And I want to get out there and and say, don't wait around till you get like where I was, where you're bleeding rectally and having all these issues. Like, let's get ahead of the curve. Let's be open-minded and let's move forward in a happy way and and be open to all this stuff because it's, you know, it's, it's legitimate. Like you said, a lot of this stuff is uh, being validated through science more and more every, every day. And it's repeatable. And there's just lots of people in through history that have, been using energy and frequency, and um, I mean, even the frequency of like Bach flower remedies. You know, flowers put off a, a, a frequency every fly, different flower. I mean, rose, everybody like a lot of women listening will know about rose water, right? Super high vibrational frequency, and women like to spray, spritz that on their face. It's energetics, that's why they like it so much. And the whole Bach flower remedy stuff. So, everything, guys, is energy, everything is frequency. Your cells, electrons, they're spinning and um i just really want to thank you chance for the work that you're doing i want to thank you for my own personal session for helping other folks it's really i love hearing your stories um i I just i feel more grounded in and um understanding what's actually going on now i'm actually more excited about doing more sound healing and more grounding and all this other stuff and everything i do and sharing it with other people so they can also have breakthroughs like i've had and and like other people that you've helped had so Where do people um, get a hold of you, brother, if they want to get, I mean, they want to check out your podcast or get some sound healing sessions with you.
1: Yeah, dude. Thanks for having me on. And thank you for getting a session with me before interviewing me about it. Because in all the interviews I've done about this, I've actually never had a host that had had the process done (laughs) themselves. So that really helps. And uh, we had a great session. People can find me at interversepodcast.com there's also a page interversepodcast.com/sound-healing probably going to be linked up in this show i sent him yep. that link yep, we'll put and it. from there you can catch uh there's there's more information on the process how to connect with me to do the process and there's also a couple of videos that go in more in depth than even this conversation about the whole biofield anatomy hypothesis i've put out group sound healing sessions that are they're recorded and you know at the time i did it live but they are still effective right now. As a matter of fact, one of the best clients I ever had in terms of coming to the process with an already strong, vibrant, and balanced energy field was somebody who told me that they'd been listening to the group sound healing session video that's on that page I just mentioned every day for many days in a row. So that and the fact that people that after group healing sessions like that tell me that they have like detox events and like little mini healing crises, but in a good way, let me know that even in that modality where it's just for the whole group and not specifically working on your individual issues, your body can still work with that. Like the metronomes, they all harmonize together. It's really powerful. So interverse is where you can catch the links to everything I do. I also do one-on-one counseling through using Oracle cards and that's spiritual counseling, um, pairs really well with the sound healing, actually. A lot of times the cards will repeat whatever it is that I tell you that I found in the field in a way to help you see the synchronicity of it all and more verify and uh, solidify your mental shift, which is the most important thing. Mm -hmm. My show is weekly. Man, I'm putting out so much content. I think I've had just this week since Sunday, like in the last five days, I think I've published 14 hours of content, (laughs) all different stuff. So there's a ton of knowledge available. My uh, live show on Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. Central is called Vibrant. That is a lot of fun. And if people support me through my Patreon or my Rockfin, which they can find linked on any episode or on uh, my website itself, I just published a four-hour full seminar on the uh, biofield anatomy and sound healing in detail, explaining ether in a much more detailed way, explaining the process of how bringing Coherent sound will add centropy to your literal expression of your DNA. And in that seminar, it includes a group healing session that was mega potent. So all of that, and there's probably more stuff. I should, uh, I should mention my telegram channel as well. You can find a link to that in any episode or on my website too. We got a vibrant community, about 500 people right in there that are just all geniuses in some zone, all creative, all beautiful, all helpful. Pop in, say hi, enjoy the vibe or ask your questions and get really great answers. It beats the hell out of Google, you know, asking the droid what, (laughs) what the answer it wants you to think versus asking real human beings that are going to reply based on their own experience and knowledge. It's a totally different thing. So join our telegram, replace your search engines with real human beings and connect to the vibrant community. We've got It's a beautiful tribe. And I got to say, thanks again for having me on, Tim. This has been a great conversation.
0: Thank you, sir. <clears throat> yeah, guys, make sure to check him out. Um, again, it's interversepodcast.com forward slash sound dash healing. If you want to get an appointment with him, I'll put all that stuff in the show notes. And, um, you know, don't be afraid of sound healing. Get excited about it. Um, and I guess the, the big takeaway here, too, is like thinking, you know, going from mental shift from woo-woo to wellness and understanding that that sound healing and frequency medicine, which is what he offers, is legit. It works. And as you guys know, I always like to have first-person experience before I recommend anything. And that's why I went ahead and I said, yeah, Chant. He was like, tell me all this stuff. But I'm like, yeah, I'm open to that. I'm open to that. But I still had a little bit of the woo-woo in the back corner of my left chakra or something. (laughs) And so I decided to, I'm like, I'm going to experience this for myself. And that's what I do. Uh, we are like a living laboratory over here at, uh, at chemicalfreebody.com and at the Health Hero Show. So like, I, 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 dude, I'm always experimenting on stuff myself. I, I, have, I have stuff I'm trying right now, and I've got some, some breakthrough stuff that I'm trying right now that's going to be an integral part of moving forward and helping people have a chemical-free life and to heal their gut. I'm very excited about it. So all these cool stuff is going to be um, coming out. And again, go from woo-woo to wellness. You have to make that mental shift and um and just you know let the let the let the healing begin i mean that's what it boils down to Um, can i get one more thing
1: in there tim yeah dude throw it in i think uh, first of all honestly you would love to have my uh, unofficial guru eileen day McCusick on the show if you're interested maybe i can sure yeah linked up up. but because is the one who's bringing this to the world more than anybody and discovered this anatomy of the biofield hypothesis but i wanted to say that this conversation isn't about getting you to guys to come and be my client. In fact, like I'm, I'm really busy. <laughs> if a lot of you hit me up, there might be a, sl- a slight waiting list and that's not because I don't want to do that and work with you and help you. I love that. But more importantly is that I wanted, like Tim just said, to go from, take this concept from woo-woo to wellness and realize that you can actually help yourself. You can learn these techniques yourself. There are simple things like the sonic slider that Eileen invented that can make a huge shift in your life and, you know, adding intention to the sound is so important and belief. It's not just like you listen to binaural beats and think, "Ah, oh, this might not even work. Maybe I'm wasting my time. Know that coherent sound and resonance is influencing you uh, from a cellular level to an universal etheric level. Believe it, intend for it to do so, put it into practice for yourself. And if you want to work together, I'd love to, but more important than that is I want everybody in the world to realize that they're creatures of sound and that having a sound mind can be achieved by using coherent frequencies.
0: Awesome. Thank you, brother. And thank you listeners around the world for tuning in, subscribing and sharing. Um, I, I just do my best to try to find cool people like chance to help, um, you know, give you guys new information and sometimes revisit old information that's been working for centuries that has been lost in this modern shuffle. Um, uh, it, it, either intentionally, this is definitely
1: ancient. It goes all the way back to Egypt or before what we're talking about today. Oh, yeah.
0: It's probably even older than that. Right? So, you know, I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, if you, uh, you know, if anything, like there's like like you were talking about, there's that that silver slider. I got that written down. I'm going to go get one of those. Maybe your knee hurts. Um, I have like an, my elbow hurts right now because of a plane guitar like a crazy man so i'm gonna buy that thing and ding 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 i'm gonna start doing some energy frequency healing to myself and believe me i'm gonna believe the hell out of it that it's gonna work because i get it now i am gonna bring myself back under balance like a metronome so anyway thank you listeners so much i love you guys thank you for sharing the show and until next time change yourself change your world and we'll see you again soon bye for now thanks for listening again to the health hero show i'm your host tim james and remember change yourself change your world We'll see you again on the next episode. Talk to you soon. You have just listened to the Health Hero Show with Tim James.